Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more pitching podcast from Pitchwells.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is October 3rd, and yes, we're going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, you got to get PL Plus. Get out of here if you don't have it. Uh, my name is Nick Pollock. Hi. And this is the last week of the season, the last three days. I cannot thank all of you so much enough. I can't say words, but really, I can't thank you guys enough for really sticking through this the entire year. If you're eliminated from the playoffs, but you're still listening to this, you're incredible. Thank you so much. Um, It's been a wild season, almost 150 of these plus pitch podcasts, if you can believe it. And we have three days left of the year. There's no reason for me to do the SP roundup because, well, it's done. The season's over. I'm going to write them, but I'm not going to talk about it in this. So definitely go check those out. I've made the decision that I believe I'm going to be doing these plus pitch podcasts through the offseason as a review per team of going through different pitchers and just a way for me to kind of analyze teams and how I feel about certain players. I think that's a really good thing to do. October, November, December, to bridge the gap between the end of this season and the start of next. So definitely be subscribing to this uh, podcast and keep up with that. But uh, we're going to talk about Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. All the starters, I'm going to be talking about them on the on the corner tonight. But because you guys have subscribed to PL Plus, you get to listen to my thoughts about this early. I'm also doing the list today that is going through all of them and then ranking them from 1 to 94 uh, I'm going to be doing that by about 2 o'clock today. You should see that on the website. Um, and I'm not going to talk about that now. This I'm just going to go through day by day. Right, let's get to it. Brandon Woodruff, Tristan McKenzie, Joe Musgrove, George Kirby, George Kirby, George Kirby, <laughs> Aaron Nola, Luis Severino, Lance McCullers Jr., Hunter Green, and Patrick Sandoval are all in the, today's uh, auto start. I don't really think there's much to note here. I don't think any of these guys are going to get limited. I don't think they're going to get held back. Tristan McKenzie starting today would be fine starting on Saturday and that wild card game is the number two with Bieber going on Friday. So all good there. Uh, you have Bryce Elder, Luis, oh man, Jesus Luzardo. Luis Luzardo? Okay. Jesus Luzardo, Bailey Ober, Carlos Carrasco, Tyler Glasnow, Hayden Wisniewski, Jose Brios, and Johnny Cueto in the probable start tier. Bryce Elder is the stream pick of the day against Miami. He is essentially Kyle Hendricks 2.0. It's against the Marlins. I think you're going to do this. And Atlanta needs one more game, so they're going to take this very seriously to win this. And if the Mets lose, then they've clinched it and it's all fine. And you have Jesus Lazar. Actually, I believe they're one game up on the Mets. They need to win two. That's a magic number right now. So they might get it. Uh, Jesus Lazar is on the other side. I would start him here. Look much better with his four-seamer and his curveball. Changeup wasn't quite there. But I think Jesus Lazardo, as long as he doesn't have terrible command, should be good against Atlanta. Bailey Ober missed yesterday's start against the Tigers, which is unfortunate. He does get the White Sox now. The White Sox are so defeated at the moment. Bailey Ober also had 12 slider whiffs, which was amazing. So good to see that. I don't know if that's going to stick. It's all of a sudden a peak for him. And it might come down to like 6 or 7 or something along those lines. But as long as he still has that fastball command up, this should be a good start. Carlos Carrasco has not been good lately. I understand your trepidation starting him. However, it is not a light. And I think Carlos Carrasco should be fine. 
And if you have him, I think you start him, especially in this must-win for the Mets. You have Tyler Glasnow against the Red Sox. He pitched 50 pitches last time, so I'm expecting about 65 to 70. I hope we see fully stretched out Glasnow, and then that would ramp him up for about 90 in the wild card, maybe 80, 85, or something along those lines. So I think you start him if you have Glasnow. I can't put him in the auto-start tier just because I think he's still limited and he won't go more than five frames, but... This should be fine. Um, Hayden Wisniewski is another streaming option against the Reds. It's just so clearly Bryce Elder. I think I'm all good with that one. Wisniewski has a really nice curveball. Um, fastball's fine. It's in Cincy. It's a little bit riskier because, you know, the ball flies out there. It's great American small park, as Casey Bubba would say. Um, you have Jose Barrios and Johnny, Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto, oh man. Uh, in the last two of this tier, uh, Barrios is a cherry bomb and... Johnny Cueto still has his magic. It's against the Twins. Whip isn't going to be great. It's, it's up to you if you want to do that if you're chasing quality starts. And the questionable starts here. Tony Gonsolin has come back from the IL, but he'll be limited. And this is a still ill, and he'll probably go like 50 pitches against the Rockies. I have to adhere to still ill rules, I will say. They want Gonsolin to be ready for game, I guess, four of the, divis- of the yeah, divisional series. So... They want to push him, maybe. They might piggyback something with Heaney and Gonsolin in this, or I don't know. It's going to be weird. I think if you have Gonsolin, you just kind of start him, hope for the best. Mitch Keller has done well. He does get the Cardinals, who have been beating up on a lot of teams. So be careful here. You have Rich Hill against the Rays. I... It's a cherry bomb situation. Dean Kramer has done well. Now he gets the Jays. That's really unfortunate. Martin Perez. Changeups look good. The sinker and the cutter have not. He goes against the Yankees. These are questionable starts. That means I generally don't want to do these. So if you don't have to, don't do these starts. Now the do not start here. Oh boy. Uh, Zach Granke against the Guardians. Does not get you strikeouts. And it's very questionable what the ratios are. Adrian Martinez against the Angels. Just has not come through. Tommy Henry has a chance to go five or six. But not really. I don't want to do the Jose Reina, of course, against the... Dodgers you don't want to do now. Miles Michaels is all the way down here. Like, what is going on? Well, the Cardinals said, hey, we're going to split this between Jose Quintana and Miles Michaelis. Who is going to start? I don't know. It was Miles Michaelis before. What I'm trying to get at is it should be about three innings. So he's down here and they do not start. Uh, you could argue that it's questionable start because it shouldn't hurt you like the others, but at least the other ones have a chance of five plus and a win. Theoretically, Miles Michaelis could get you a win. If he's going second. So I'm just going to articulate all of that. But it's in the clear. I, I need to put it here for you to know. Like wait what's going on. I put it in the notes. Uh, up to you. Uh, Brian Garcia. Corey Abbott. Yeah. Okay. In the Giants bullpen. That's it. So tomorrow and Wednesday are also on inside this article. It gets really dicey. It gets really messed up. Because teams are in the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs. They're setting up for the playoffs. They... Uh, they shut guys down earlier because they say, you know what? It's been a good year. We don't care about these games. Like, take an extra day of rest, that kind of stuff, right? So you have Huli Urias, Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, and Zach Gallen. There are cases for all these guys to get limited or or not going this start, right? Urias, Verlander, Cole, all in the playoffs. We'll see. They're, they won't go like 95 pitches or something, right? Uh, Carlos Rodon, he has been hurt a little bit. And they might not push him against the Padres, but he has looked really good. I feel like he will want to start because he's going to he's gonna opt out of that contract. Uh, you have uh, Zach Gallen uh, against the Brewers. And I feel like the Diamondbacks are going to be like, yeah, man, just go and be dope. <laughs> but then again, they might say, you know what? You've, you've thrown enough and we want to save you for next year. So we'll see. Probable start to your time will walk are going against the Nationals, clearly. The Mets are going to have to fight for that one. So that's okay. Jeffrey Springs... Keep him alive and good for um, his 
third start, I believe it's going to be McClanahan and Glasnow as the one-two for the Rays of Springs is three, which puts him right in line. They want to make sure he's all good to go, so you're safe with that one. Marco Gonzalez gets the Tigers, so all right. Um, John Gray against the the Yankees. I think the Rangers want John Gray to feel good at the end of this one. His velocity was down last start to 95, so was the previous one. I want to see 96 and above. Uh, slider's still looking good, though, so we'll see how that goes. And Jameson Tyone's on the other side. There's an argument to be made that Tyone belongs above Gray here. Uh, the Yankees don't need Tyone for a bit, so they'll want him to keep him. They want to keep him in rhythm, I think, uh, for uh, for what's ahead uh, in the ALDS. Um, in the questionable start tier, you have Cal Quantrill and Dakota Hudson at the top here. Quantrill's been all right as a Toby, you know, getting quality starts and everything like that. He's not someone I'm chasing though. I don't. I think it's very pedestrian, but it's because Royals. You should be okay. Uh, Dakota Hudson is apparently starting for the Cardinals now. And he went three innings in his last one in relief, but then it was eight innings before that. I think he's stretched out enough that he'll go five-plus innings against the Pirates, and it's the questionable start tier. It's not the, oh my god, I'm excited. But I think if you're looking for a stream here, it's between him and Javier Assad, and maybe some Jake Odorizzi, maybe some Eric Lauer. We'll talk about all of those. So Eric Lauer and Odorizzi are next. Lauer did do really well against the Marlins. He had... A uh, good amount of fastball whiffs, 93.7 on the fastball is good. Nine strikeouts or seven strikeouts, something like that. But he, his fastball command was right in the middle of the plate. That's not going to work. Arizona is actually a better offense these days than they used to be. Ejiko uh, Rizzi against the Marlins. Uh, I want to say yes, but also he got trounced by the Nationals and the Phillies. And it's just, what is... I don't trust Jago Rizzi right now. So, that's a coin flip. Uh, Nathan Evaldi has been sitting under 94, and he goes against the Rays now. That could be very bad. Lucas Giolito squeezed out a good start last time against the Twins. He's got to do it again, and I'm questionable about that. Michael Lorenzen, kind of same deal against Oakland. I don't really see the same ceiling as the other ones above him, but he did five innings of production last time, so we'll see. Um, I think that's a decent stream, actually. Uh, if you're not getting Dakota Hudson, I think you go Michael Lorenzen instead. Javier Assad is after that um, against the Reds. I don't really love it. I think that Assad, Assad down is worse than Lorenzen up. Like, that's the cliff here, the split of the questionable start tier. Um, Assad, his cutter's okay, his slider's okay. It's going to be okay, maybe. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez looked better last time. I guess the Mariners, the Mariners are kind of tough, and they've already clinched and they've had their day off, so this will be Tuesday. They'll want to get back into rhythm for Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I I don't want to I don't want to start with Eduardo Rodriguez. I don't think his stuff is that good. Um, I think he got it was better last time, but still he's far enough away. Cole Irvin against the Angels. Ugh, maybe Luis Sessa maybe has that slider down away. Braxton Garrett gets Atlanta. That's going to be tough. But I will say maybe Atlanta clinches on Monday. That means they'll rest everybody on Tuesday, which means Braxton Garrett has a decent start ahead of him with that slider and Sean Maniah had someone open for him and then did well um, against the Dodgers so maybe he can do well against the Giants especially if they open for him I don't know if that's the correlation that really it is that I'm suggesting it could be and the do not start here maybe Mitch White is he going to go five innings against the Orioles Ranger Suarez against Houston absolutely not Josh Winder against the White Sox maybe Garrett Hill against the Mariners Daniel Lynch against the Guardians Bryce Wilson against the Cardinals Paulo Espino against the Mets Mike Ballman against the Ray, Jays, Ryan Feldner against the Dodgers, and Chris Flexen against the uh, Tigers, and Spencer Howard against the Yankees. Flexen, Chris Flexen has only been pitching like one inning or so, so I think it's going to be like three. I, I don't expect a full start there. That's why he's down there. Spencer, same with Spencer Howard or whoever the Rangers throw out there. All these are just bad. I mean, Winder and Hill and Lynch and 
Wilson have chances at going five or six. Spino's really at limited five. Ballman hasn't really done much. <laughs> Felters against the Dodgers. These are really desperate, and you don't want to do this. Um, on Wednesday, oh boy, I, I, who knows who's actually starting on Wednesday? Otani, Burns, Gilbert, Framber Valdez right now are the ones slated for it, but they just could shut down Otani. I mean, he's had an injury history, right? Uh, Burns, if Milwaukee is still fighting for a wild card shot, they'll obviously be starting Burns. But I don't think you're going to have that. And then the Brewers are going to say, look, Burns, like we want to preserve you for next year. Take this off. Logan Gilbert would be the third starter for the Mariners. And I don't think that works if he goes on Wednesday. Wednesday to Sunday. No, right? So maybe it's George Kirby on Sunday, which would mean Logan Gilbert's actually their number four now, which would mean he would go against the Tigers. But I think you're going to see someone random here instead. Uh, and Framber Valdez is the last tune-up before the ALDS. So he could start on Wednesday, but the Astros could limit him and all that fun stuff. So yeah, not not cool. And the probable starts here. Domingo Herman's going to start against the Rangers, and that's going to be fine. They're going to want him to go as many as he can. So that's okay. Uh, Merrill Kelly against the Brewers. Maybe they shut him down. Um, Aaron Savali against the Royals. I think that's fine because they want him to get into a good place so that he's ready for the po- uh, the potential ALDS uh, for Aaron Savali. So that's good. I feel fine about starting him there. Alex Cobb against the Padres. He didn't do well in his last start. And same with Merrill Kelly. So I think both of those guys, the teams will let them start again to say, look, we want you to end your season on a high note. Uh, Drew Rasmussen is not pitching in the AL, the wild card. He could be in relief, but so they're going to let him pitch in this one. Um, and then he'd be coming in as like a bullpen one inning or something. But I think that's fine. Adrian Sampson against the, uh, the Reds. I mean, I will say Rasmussen might be limited more so than usual, to be fair. Um, so keep keep an eye out for that. Adrian Sampson, though, should be all good to go against the Reds. So he's our stream pick of the day. I don't love it. Doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but that could work. And Clint Kershaw against the Rockies. It's Rocky Road. He's going to have an abbreviated start. That's the quote. That could mean 40 to 60 pitches, anywhere in there. It's the Rockies on the road, though. And... Uh, yeah, that could be five innings. <laughs> so I think if you have Clint Kershaw, you start him. But it's not like Miles Michaelis and Quintana, because I think those guys are definitely going to be limited more than Kershaw is. In the quest, we'll start to you have Graham, Graham Ashcraft, Johan Aviedo, and Jordan Lyles, and that's it. Ashcraft maybe can work out against the Cubs. Look, if he's cruising, they'll let him go as long as he wants. Um, Johan Aviedo, same kind of thing, but it is the Cardinals, and they've just destroyed Ron's Contreras and Luis Ortiz. It, to be fair, both of those guys did not have their command. If Aviedo has it, that could be good. And lastly, uh, Jordan Lyles against the Jays. He's had some magic and, you know, it could happen. Uh, in the do not start tier, oh boy, you you really do not want to rely on this. Uh, I would say all the way through Andre Pallante is like you're, okay, maybe they can go five innings and do something. And then after that's just no. So Nick Pavetta, Bailey Falter, Bailey Falter is getting the, Ray, uh, the Astros. The, Pavetta is getting the Rays, and I just don't want to start this. I, I think he's just been so unproductive for you. Glenn Otto, there's a chance it works. He did have a lot of breaker whiffs last time, against the, but against the Yankees, and it's just way too risky. Davis Martin did get a lot of slider whiffs last time. I want to say it was double digit against the Twins. I don't want to chance that again that was a peak uh teller alexander has had some weird good starts against the mariners i don't want to do it ken waldachuk against the angels could work but again i don't want to do it i uh, louis varland i uh, <laughs> against the chicago white Sox. no haven't really seen that work out andre palante is getting the start probably for the cardinals against the pittsburgh not jack flaherty because jack flaherty is likely going to be saved for the uh, the wild card stuff so 
yeah, don't don't want to do that. Um, I mean, it's it could work. It's the pirates and Palante if he goes, you know, somebody pitches or something. But yeah, you don't want to rely on this. You want to be okay before this. So I would I would really be targeting Mondays like Bryce Elder and um, uh, the other guys, Hayden Wisniewski and stuff like that beforehand. Um, but if you're really desperate for chasing something magical here, go for the other guys here. You say Kikuchi, no. Kikuchi, no. He doesn't really gun long. Eliezer Hernandez is coming back and throwing against the against Atlanta. Like, no way. Jonathan Heasley couldn't handle the Tigers. Now he gets the Guardians. No. Eric Fetty, don't trust the Feds. Chad Cool against the Dodgers. And I will say there are three other starters here. Um, Atlanta, the Mets, and the Padres. So if Atlanta and the Mets are tied on Wednesday, you can expect Max Fried and and Jacob deGrom to go because they do not want to play in the wild card. Otherwise, I don't think either one of those guys go. Uh, and you could say maybe Max Fried does as a last tune-up because he'll go on Monday or actually Tuesday next week, and that's fine. I don't think they want to do that. I think they'll just rest him. Um, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. There's something to be said about Atlanta. Let's say they are a game up. Uh, well, the game up, it's an auto. Sorry, if they're tied. If they're a game up, the Atlanta's won the tiebreaker. There's no game 163. If they are tied, you can make the case that uh, they have enough starters that you'll start Max Freed on that Wednesday or that they won't and they'll chance it. It's just... I don't think the Max Reed is going to start on Wednesday. I don't think Jacob DeGrom is going to start on Wednesday. I think it's that simple. Uh, and for the Padres, why would they start you Darvish? They've already gotten the playoff. <laughs> They've already gotten the wild card, and he's their game one starter. So I don't know what they're doing in not any of these. I think you won't see any of those aces go. Um, that's my two cents. But all right, that is it for this podcast. I did under 20 minutes. Good luck. This is the final week. I'll be here, of course, today, tomorrow. I mean, I'm already here today uh, and on Wednesday reviewing it and I might be doing a lot more of these this offseason as I go through every single team. That's what I think my plan is right now. Uh, and I feel like that's a really fun way to keep this podcast going through the offseason and just a way for me to vent and about my thoughts um, this offseason. But all right, that's going to do it. So my name is Nick Pollock and may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.